previously on the mortal path yeah right here's my suggestion some of the older bits we're going to take with us and i'm going to say this is my stash from before i left mm-hmm. and i'm now selling it because i'm back in town and i need to get some readies in fact i do have a contact and actually if you are as committed to this cause as i am i would appreciate a bit of your help yes absolutely He's staying in a pub that's called the Squeaking Cheese. I've never heard of it. I believe it's on the outskirts. It's Halloumi. Oh, I know that one. Um, yeah, it's it's run, it's run by Halloumi. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I see. Mm. Halloumi Mint, lovely gob, uh, lovely um, gnome lady. Yes. His name is Neutral Jing. Uh, I've come oh. into contact with him a couple of times over the years for help with this case he's quite good at what he does i believe Uh, you can't miss him he's a dragonborn with sort of rose gold scales um and just one sort of horn that's broken off and the other that curves back up nat your hair is dyed you've got the undercut you're looking fucking snazzy as hell you are all roughly ready to head on and head out who is going where i'm gonna say it at this point it's like 4 p.m i do have one question shoot which i might have asked last time i'm not sure what is an undercut it's where you shave half of the head oh and then like flop the hair over you can do that Yeah. yeah yeah it's an option I'm thinking skin fade. I mean, you can do a skin fade. That's... I'll be real. Skin fade is like maybe one of the worst phrases someone can utter, I think. <laughs> I just hate it. I just hate hearing it. I hate hearing those words. Was that, is it worse than foreskin? I think well, it is worse than foreskin. Because that's a horrid word. Uh, we're, we're heading to dangerous territory here, guys. Yeah. My least favorite word is soup. I fucking hate that word. Is that the stuff that you get after you burn wood? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you beat one of my Animal Crossing Island is called. Wagyu! What's it? No. What's it called? <laughs> it's up. called Soup Isle. Is it really? Yeah, it is, yeah. I fucking hate that. It's salmon soup. I called mine after an OTP, so, like, I really can't talk. All right, anyway. Oh, my God, you have Bag and Shield Island. I absolutely do not, and I'm not telling you my OTP <gasps> on this podcast. No, it's Neji Thingy. It is not that. Is that Naruto Bobbins? Shikamaru. No, it's not. Is it, is it not... Kyle Oren? No, I'm not telling you. you is, it, is it Kyle <gasps> and Huck? No, now we have to guess. Let's go tell some fabric. Please. It's four minutes in. I'm so tired. Everyone knows what my OTP please. is. We've been trying to record for three hours now. <laughs> Can we please do this? I'm on day nine of isolation. I have no patience. Please. Yeah, so, like, I, I've not been outside. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, I mean, I just have my normal illness. Please, can we record the podcast for everyone who needs it right now, who isn't me? Okay. You're in a cave. I'm so sorry. You're in a cave. Doesn't get more to India than this, does it? You're in a fucking cave. Let's go sell linen. I can't, my tummy hurts. 
you leave the cave. This is the worst intro we've ever done. I'm gonna have to keep it because it's also sadly the funniest thing I think we've ever done. And that's really a comment on us. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just a letdown. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. I really apologize. You know, it's fine. So, <laughs> you're going to go sell some fabric. Yes. What are you taking with you? Um, we are taking some of the, not the completely damaged stuff, mm-hmm. but the stuff that's sort of got like sun faded marks or on the on the creases and things like that. Something that is obviously old. Okay. And I'm going to take a, a handful of coordinating laces that will go with it. Okay, cool. You, Nerium, know your stuff. Are you taking, like, a set, basically? Like, stuff that's all from the same era? Or are you taking, like, a random selection? I am t- half and half. I am taking some things that may go with stuff they already have and some things that I can sell as sets. Cool. Okay. Uh, Neri? Yes, Nat? I could really use either 100 gold or maybe 150 gold. I mean, 250 would be really nice but i'm guessing that'd be too much to try and move at once um right okay well we'll we'll see how we go because i actually don't know what any of this is going to shift for i know it's good quality but i don't it may not be in style fashion fashion is a fickle mistress oh i wouldn't know anything about that no i know love are you taking any of the spices and are you taking any of the swords um i think we should take some spices and give them to findex because they'll make him happy yeah okay and the swords I am leaving entirely, and I can't quite believe I'm about to say this, but the swords I am leaving entirely in Taro's hand. <laughs> Taro, you have 40 swords in your hands. What are yeah. you doing? This, this is my unlimited blade works. Are you taking any with you? Are you going to like wear one? Um, or are you going to leave them all here? Can I just say, previously we said there were 30 swords. Okay, 30 swords. And 30 books. Yeah. All right, now it's limited blade works. That sucks. Okay. Um... <laughs> I am going to keep them here because I don't want to show my hand just yet. Okay, cool. So you leave the cave, you get back into Hopewell, and you are splitting off at this point, I presume. Are you going straight to the upper circle, Taro? That's my plan, yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to skip over to Nerium and Nat first so that you can have a brief look through your spells and character sheet, just in case there's any other further levelling you need to do. <laughs> no, I know. I'm sorted. Don't worry. Oh, you're, you're sorted. Cool. Excellent. Um, So... I'm going to start with Nat and Nerium anyway. And so you're heading to, I believe, Hafez, right? Uh, no, not initially. I am going to walk around the area um, of low lanes that I know, looking for um, fabric shops and so forth, uh, seeing if any of them are still there that I remember, and seeing if anybody, if I look through the window, if I recognise any of the people who work there. Oh, I wonder if Watch-His-Face has had any luck fencing those items. Yeah, well, we'll go and see him and find that out later. But for now, if we don't go through a middleman, we might get a bit more money for these. Okay. You have a wander around. You do see a shop that you do remember. And it is a pretty, it's a pretty middling establishment. They do get some custom from the upper circle, but it's usually kind of picked up by couriers. Nobody from the upper circle is actually shopping here. You do know that there are also shops in the upper circle that sell fabric lace um haberdashery type things as well but you're not looking there just yet so 
you do find a shop and as you peer in you do actually see a um gnome behind the counter that you do recognize because she um was a, a friend of florence's and was um well known for her button making do i remember her name yes her name is uh erston erston yeah okay i will go in smiling brightly she gives you a little uh, cheery wave she goes welcome uh welcome to to uh bunch of buttons the shop erstin <laughs> your shop yes yes this is in i hadn't come up with a name until just now but i I've, I've come up with one it's bunch of buttons welcome uh, hello erstin um i don't know if you remember me uh, i used to work for florence Florence Urban, Urban's Outfitters. <laughs> oh, uh, right. Well, she's working up in in the upper circle now. Yeah, she is. Um, I've been away for a long time, and I'm I'm not under her employ anymore. Um, I, I've come back recently, and I discovered that actually I, I have some uh, fabric and materials, um, which had been in storage for a long time. Now they're not of any use to me, and I and I'm wondering if they'd be um something that you might want to take a look at. Ah, now hold on. You're not that one of hers that just up and left one night, are you? In the middle of a wedding trousseau. Yeah, that would be me. That was you. That was me, yeah. Ballsy. That was, uh, you left her in quite a pickle. In fact, I actually had to pick up some of that work to help her out. I can only apologise. It was circumstances beyond my control. Oh, it's fine by me. I got paid very well for it, actually. It did my shop a world of good. So your disappearance benefited me immensely. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, You're very welcome. Right. Uh, so you said you had a bit of stock of your own left over that you're looking to... Yes. Well, I mean, as as I say, I'm not in Florence's employ anymore. I am between no. jobs and really, I, yeah, no, nor likely to be again. I shouldn't think she'd I ever... wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine so. Yeah, I'm not planning to get back in contact. Um. So... Yeah, here we go. Right. Now, here are the laces. And I lay out a couple of the laces. Now, very importantly, which which laces are you laying? Are you laying out the newer stuff or the very old stuff? The, uh, I mean, the very old stuff I'm, I'm going to not bother with, really, because it's not going to be terribly useful. When I say old, I mean, like, antique, not, like, old and decrepit. Oh, right. I mean, like, are you laying out, like, the newer, like, less expensive stuff or are you laying out, like, the really old good stuff? No, no, I'm laying out the newer, less expensive stuff. She looks over it and she gives a little whistle and she goes, whew, that's, uh... There's a couple of nice pieces that you got there. Do you know how'd you get a how'd you get a hold of some of these? Do you know my it, well? It's been a it's been a long while, and to be honest, I think I, I by the time I got back, I, I'd forgotten I had them. Well, it's a tidy little collection you've got here. I mean, I mean it is. It do somebody something beautiful. Absolutely. I mean, you've got a couple of different styles. I mean, it's uh. I don't know how how much they're still in fashion. I mean, I don't know really. I've been away so long. You know, good lace never goes out of fashion. And even if it's not going to be put on clothing, people do like it for displays and things like that, you know? Well, that is true, yeah. You've got a bit, I'll be honest, this thing, this here and here. She picks out a couple of pieces. She goes, well, this is just sort of uh, vaguely uh, normal elven needle tatting. There's not too much here. I mean, I'll, I'll give you a gold piece for that <laughs> lot there. Uh, but this stuff here, this is proper old uh, uh, bobbin lace, at least a hundred or so years from... Uh, Regions outside of Sindari, and that's Jarali, and that's lovely, that piece there. I'll give yeah. you a, for this lot, um, 
I suppose you did do me a favour by disappearing. <laughs> Why don't we say five gold pieces for the lot? All right. Well, now, if you're interested, I don't know if you, as you say, you know, your business expanded a little. I also have fabrics. Would you be interested in looking at those? Absolutely. I tend to shift more uh, buttons than laces yeah. and fabrics. <laughs> more, more haberdashery stuff. Yeah, more of the fastenings it. and stuff than, than the fascinators, and, and so to speak. But uh, <laughs> That's very good. Thank you. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll take a look. Absolutely. What, yeah. what have you got? Given the response that she had to the uh, middling stuff, mm-hmm. I will lay out more middling stuff because I, I don't want to create too much gossip. Okay. She takes a couple of pieces and she's looking them over and you can kind of see there is a look of like she's impressed. She's impressed with mm-hmm. what is here. And she kind of flips pieces over and you can see that she brings out a little magnifying glass and she has a good proper look at like the thread count and she f- looks at like little bits that have been finished to see how they've been done and and how nice it is. And she goes that yeah, it's a tidy again, a very nice little uh collection you've got here. Um Gosh, I, I mean, like I said, I, I I feel like you've almost come a bit to the wrong person. Like I said, I do mainly sort of, you know, your buttons and things rather than fabrics and laces. Unfortunately, if you're wanting to shift fabrics, Florence is probably the best place to go for it. And I'm not going to lie, some of this stuff wouldn't be out of place in the upper circle. Um, right. But uh, that... The thing, the, the thing is, Erstin, because I've been gone so long, I don't know, there must be other... Uh, outfitters and 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 clothing shops in in a city this size that I probably don't even know about yet because I haven't really been back for very long. But if there's anywhere that you think that might be interested, I mean, I don't want to say does Florence not have any competitors? But <laughs> well, now I certainly couldn't say anything about that because you know Florence is a very dear friend of mine and has helped me out many times over these last years, especially, you know, what with her going up in the world and certain things. She has certainly brought me custom that I wouldn't normally have gotten. Um, I know, and she is a good woman. She took me in. That she did. And, uh, you know, actually, she did look for you as well when you disappeared. Everyone thought apparently it was very strange you weren't the sort to do that. But, you know... I'm really not, i got to assure you. I'm really not. Like I say, it was beyond my control. I'm sure it was. And also, I'll be very frank, it's none of my business. I appreciate that, thanks. I would recommend, if you're looking to shift lace, but you're not necessarily looking to speak to Florence about it, and again, like I said, Florence is more for your fabrics, I would check out Suthal. And Suthal? Suthal. You know, uh, he, uh, he's a uh, very, very fine furbolg gentleman up in the uh, upper circle. He specialises in all sorts of very, very fine bits of uh, lace and, and embroidery and, and things like that. So if you're looking to shift lace... Uh, I would maybe speak to him about that. Uh, I don't know what he'll give you in terms of prices. I also hear uh, that uh, he and Florence don't necessarily get on. They have some conflicts of uh, ideology, which I know nothing about and I don't care to. That's very helpful. Erstin, can I ask you, sorry, one, one, one more thing. I noticed that when you were looking at the lace, you really do have an eye for these things, perhaps a bit more uh, than I do at the moment. What would you think would be my best piece to, to show to uh, Suthol? Make me a persuasion check. Because I completely fucked up my investigation check on working out which of these was worth money. So I'm asking her. You sure did. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's an eight. An eight. Fuck. Okay. Um, Nat, you're here as well, aren't you? 
I am. Make me an insight check. Oh. Crap. Really playing to our strengths here. <laughs> That's a five. A five. Okay. <laughs> You're wow. killing it. Nat, this is all perfectly legit. She's giving you very fair prices, and she definitely <laughs> is is uh, totally on board with uh, with with this. Uh, Nerium, she kind of gives you like a little bit of like a look um, and looks down at the stuff again, and she picks out a piece which is beautiful. And you do know your stuff. This is a really nice piece of um, bobbin lace, and it's mm. very intricately done. It's got like beautiful little flower motifs, little bird motifs in it, um, and it is the one that she actually picked out as as the Geralion or the Geral oh, right. lace. And she kind of like hands it over to you and she goes, I would uh, probably show him this piece. It's uh, beautiful work. And like I said, it is from quite quite a distance away. And, and I would reckon it's anywhere between 75 to 100 years old uh, easily. So I would I'd show him that one. That is so helpful, Erstin. I really am grateful. If, if I dig through um, and find any more of this stuff, um, are you saying that, you know, you'd rather I didn't bring lace to you? I just don't sell a lot of it and uh, I'll... But you'll take this bit. I'll take these I'm bits. I'm so I'll, grateful. There's something I can definitely do with these bits, even if I end up just sort of using them for my own amusements. Um, but like I said, I'm not really a, a lace person. And uh, as for fabrics, I, I would recommend either Florence in the Upper Circle or you could go and speak to... Um, who else is there? There's probably Cara who's uh, just a couple of streets away from me. She does some fabrics. But like I said, it's no upper circle. And, uh, well. Well, I mean, you know, Florence was an upper circle when I worked for her, but we certainly had a few clients from there. That's very true. That is very true indeed. I would maybe go talk to Cara uh, about your fabrics. But again, if you're looking to sell them to me, well, I'll happily take them off your hands. Yeah, well, I'm very happy to sell them to you, not least because you've been so helpful. Well, that's a pleasure. Uh, For these pits here... um, why don't we say 10 gold pieces, so 15 in total? That would be fantastic. Thank you very much. It's it's a pleasure. Here you go. Excellent. And she hands you over uh, the 15 gold pieces, Gary pieces, and the takes the... So you're giving her, out of the stuff you brought out of the cave, it, have you given her like 30%, 50%, 80% of what you brought out? How much have you given her? I would say about half of it. Okay. Because cool. I started with the lower end stuff on the basis that I'm in the... I mean, low Yeah, yeah, definitely. She gives you a cheery wave and she also hands you over a little business card of hers with uh, bunches of buttons Yay! and her name. And she says, that being said, if you do find any uh, buttons, fastenings, things like Obviously that. in your, the first place I'll come. That would be wonderful. And uh, <laughs> I shan't be telling Florence that you're back in town. Um, I'd be grateful if you didn't just yet. I'd, I'd rather handle that myself. But it was a pleasure doing business with you, Erskine. Thank you. And with you, Nerium, you said, right? As I, as I remembered your name correctly? That is correct. Well done. Yeah, I remember. Well, like I said, Florence, she uh, had a lot to say about you for a little while. Yeah, left a bit of a shadow there, didn't I? Great. Yeah, a bit more of a, uh, a stain than a shadow, I think. But you know what? You know what I always <laughs> say? There is nothing in this world except for very, very fine pieces of silk that have blood on them that can't be cleaned. <laughs> That's an interesting motto, but I can't deny the truth of it. Uh, bye then. See you later. See ya. See ya. Yeah. Well, she was very helpful. She was, wasn't she? I wasn't expecting that to go as smoothly as it did. That said, that's 15 gold. And you wanted 100. Both of you make me intelligence checks. Uh, 16. 17. 
16, 17. As you're chatting and, and you're walking, I'm assuming you're heading to like the fabric shop. Are you going to the other one? I, I was going to go to Hafez next, okay. actually. So as as you're walking past um, a couple of these these other shops, there are bits. Um, there are shops that are selling like a mix of like you know home fabrics and like you know all sorts of different things. These are the low lanes. These are the market areas. As you're walking by, you do both see a shop window that doesn't sell like necessarily like fabrics, but sells made up clothes. It's more of a tailor's place that you know will either alter clothes that you have or will kind of. Um, make them but it doesn't sell the basic stock you do see a uh, lace collar in the window that looks to be about the same quality as mm -hmm. one of the ones that you just sold uh, that is selling for 30 gold pieces yeah and you do think that she was being perhaps when you spot that especially helpful because she realized that you didn't know what you were selling and has yeah. not paid very much for some some things that are uh Worth to probably be fair, a lot more. we got we got information out of that, if nothing else. You did, um, and a contact. Um, in that case, I'd like to go into that shop where they're selling made-up clothes. Mm -hmm. uh, you walk in. There is a <laughs> made-up clothes. It's such an odd. <laughs> Sorry, pre-assembled. Making up is like what you do to to, to yeah. yeah, ready to wear, ready to wear. Uh, I was going to say, like, do you usually assemble your clothes? In these times, you would. These you are know? natural clothes. They grow in the trees. They grow. These are the pantries um, that live outside of Hopewell. <laughs> oh, so... you, you're rich enough. You got a pantry. Okay. <laughs> Listen, wow. Pants just don't grow on trees. What do you okay? keep in your pantry? Oh, <laughs> my God. God. Is that a pantry, or are you just pleased to see oh, me? No! <laughs> they come for ed oh ed okay it was there for the taking and i took it it was and i, I applaud you i sir. can't be blamed. it was so <laughs> um you go into the shop which is called terrific tailors and there's a uh, a human behind the counter and they are dressed in um a very lurid outfit which is very well constructed and uh, very nicely made, but is definitely uh, quite eye-catching. And they look up and give you a cheery grin as you come in. Oh, hello. Um, are you the manager of this establishment? I am indeed. It's a pleasure to see you. And what is it? You can only talk to me for this episode because I will never be able to do this tone <laughs> of voice again. I, I'm disappearing after this, just to let you know. What can I do for you today? Oh, gosh. Are you are you all right? You you sound a little bit poorly. I have to take a very long trip after here. But what can I do for you? Right. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, I, I noticed that you do um, alterations and tailoring. Um, I am in a position to uh, off, offer you uh, trimmings and uh, possibly even fabrics for, for the uh, construction of clothing. And I wonder if that's something you might be interested in. I am I am a freelance merchant, as you might describe it. I see. I, I'm sorry. I'm. Are you the one creating the trimmings and fabrics, or are you in charge of an operation? No. Or... Uh, well, I wouldn't call it an operation. Um, I have inherited um, some things from my aunt. All right. Yeah, and uh, I, we honestly, realistically, I, I need to turn them into into liquid assets. I, I mean, usually what happens is people bring their stuff to me and ask me to make something from what they have, they buy. But I do have some things I can I can offer. Uh, it's not my main bread and butter, so to speak, or linen and thread. 
as we say in the <laughs> sewing circles here. Of course. Of course. But, uh, <laughs> well, they're phrased that. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what they say, yep. And I mean, you know, I don't know if you would ever be looking to expand your business um, in, in terms of uh, offering people alternative options of uh, garments that you've already altered for them. Well, like I said, I do have to leave shortly um, and I don't know when I will return. Are you like actually closing down? Are you going into quarantine or something? No, I've just got family uh, a couple of towns over that I'm going to go stay with for a while, you know. Just get out the city. Do you need? Are you? Have you? Have you given thought to uh, staff to man your shop in the interim? Uh, no. I was just going to. I mean, I don't. Are you looking for a job? I I wasn't, but it could totally be because I did used to work in a fabric shop. It was some time ago. However, we were quite respected. We were called Urban's Outfitters. Florence Urban. Yeah, that's the one. But you don't work in the upper circle. Sorry, I don't. Not to be rude, Back but you. In the day, <laughs> no, absolutely no offence taken. Um, about twenty-five years ago, um, I was unfortunately called away uh, abruptly through circumstances beyond my control, and uh, had to terminate my employment with Mrs. Urban. Miss Urban. That sounds really suspicious. Did you go to jail? You can tell me if it was <laughs> no, if you went to jail. I definitely didn't go to jail. Never actually been to jail, apart from to visit friends. Um, <laughs> That, forget I said that. Just, that just that didn't paint me in the best light. This is the best interview I've ever had. Have you got a CV or any showing of your work? Uh, I mean, uh, allow me to demonstrate and I show him my clothes. This is my work. That's not too bad. Uh, if you wouldn't mind coming a bit closer, can I? May I? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Feel the quality. He does. He starts like looking at the, the seams and the linings and seeing how they're all joined up. I point up. out that all the seams are properly flat felled or French Very or nice. And, very nice. Yeah. Any pin tucks, any smocking, anything of particular? Oh, I mean, my embroidery is very good. I have very small hands. He looks over <laughs> and he goes, well, it's, um, to put it kindly, it's very well done, but uh, understated. Yeah, no, I tend to go for that. I like to leave the fancy stuff for the um, customers, but I am absolutely down with uh, putting fancy stuff together if that would suit you. I, I, I can give references uh, for people who uh, can vouch for my honesty and hard work. Like? Jera at the Laughing Cat. I mean, their manager there. Right. That's a pretty bawdy pub on the outskirts of town. <laughs> Yes, unfortunately, as I said, I've not been working in the um, uh, in the fashion industry for a period of time. However, it's it's a long-standing establishment and it's profitable and it works. Uh, sorry, if, if I may, um, what wage would you be paying my friend here? I haven't decided if there's a job yet. Well, even if there was, what what kind of wage would it be? Depending on the work that comes in and what we can uh, what is being done here it would be a basic wage with commission he gives an amount that's the living wage i'm just gonna make it really simple like what you could live off um fairly fairly stably for one person you could afford a room somewhere with it you could get food so like two gold a week or yeah probably i'm gonna lean down to neri and like whisper uh neri yeah I'm not sure this is worth our time. Well, I'm just thinking, it's a temporary posting, it's a foot in the door for when whatever is the fuck is going on with us finishes and I can go home, and it's a op brilliant opportunity to fence all of the goods that we have in the cave. I don't see how they could, how you could get them out from here. Like, surely we're better in the upper circle. 
Like, look around. This is not exactly going to be attracting the clientele, which is going to pay out. I mean, give me a week, but maybe you're right. I'll, I'll just leave a card. You have cards? I mean, I've got uh, the back of this one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, he kind of like looks over and he goes, uh, well, I, you said you had some thing you wanted to to sell as well from yeah, your aunt. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, let's 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 stick to the point, shall we? Yeah. All right. Um, I will lay out some of the more appropriately gaudy bits of lace and fabric. You got this from your aunt. Well, inherited, really. This is very good. This is this is very good lace. Did you, did you know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Only the best. She was. She had an eye for it, you know. Clearly, this is quite something else. Uh, you're looking to sell all of this? I don't know if I've got enough in the register. Oh, not necessarily all of it. I mean, really, this is more of an example of, of what we've got, of what I have uh, available. You have more of this? Um, might do. Uh, this piece here, I could sell for probably about... 20 25 gold it's it's much of the quality of the one that i have on my window which is an heirloom of of my family's yeah well see it was that piece that actually caught my eye and made me wonder if this might be the right right spot for us well like i said i don't sell a lot of it um but uh i could give you if i said if i can sell it for 20 25 i would i would give you 15 for for this piece because obviously i need yeah, to make a bit of problem. profit on it you understand how this business works Clearly. Yeah, of course. No, that sounds like a very fair price. And for this piece here, again, I could sell it for about 20, but I'll, I'll give you 10. And uh, how much of this are you looking... Actually, I think I only have maybe 50 gold pieces, and I can't give all of it out, because obviously I need to have some. Can I roll inside? Yeah, go for it. Oh, nine. Seeming very legit. Hard to read. Nat, you've got no idea what the fuck any of this is about. Oh, I've got a minus one insight. I was not expecting... <laughs> <laughs> Um, he will give you 40 gold pieces, uh, for, uh, four of, four of the pieces of lace. And that's, that's the most he can actually pay out. So he's not taking any of the fabric? No. Okay, cool. I will, do you know what, actually, yes, I will roll insight because just before I take that money. Okay. To... Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I mean, you've literally just okay. been fleeced. <laughs> I have disadvantage. <laughs> I have disadvantage on um, insight. So yep. that is 12. 12 seems legit definitely better prices um what he is saying matches up to what is in the window at least and he is pointing out various bits and saying you know oh this is from here and this is why it's this um so he he does seem to be obviously i haven't sold him the gerald bit yeah okay cool okay cool yes i will take that 40 gold and say and you know if if you've got a bit of paper i'll just leave you my details in case that that would be great and uh if if you do feel like you are interested uh bring along something impressive and we'll see what we can do that will be your cv yeah all right then um if he gives me a bit of paper i will write my name on it in very tidy capitals with my tongue sticking out of the corner of my mouth because writing is not my greatest skill cool he will do that he will give you that he will also give you a card uh, of his, of, of the shop. Right, well, we've got 55 gold pieces now.
Hello there, humans. Bardoon de Rizuk here with just a few quick updates from the Blood Chagas. Firstly, we'd like to thank you all very much for listening to the show. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Jolly-o. Secondly, if you do enjoy the show, why not consider rating and reviewing on iTunes or some other place? I don't care. Yubi sends their apologies for being dreadfully sick this episode. I'd say this won't happen again, but let's be honest, it will. It will indeed. A big thank you to Rachel Graff, who composed our theme as well as other bits of music throughout the show. You can go to rachelgraff.com. From there, you can find links to her three different albums, as well as a whole variety of other pieces of work. Do you enjoy reading? Well, The Secret Cat Shop has a pin for you. Bookworm. It, it's, it's a worm. It's a dragon. It's a dragon worm. It's very good. It's a pun. It's excellent. You can find it at thesecretcatshop.co.uk. Don't forget to use our code, TheMortalPath10, for 10% off. That's capital T, capital M, capital B, TheMortalPath10, all one word. Thank you. Goodbye. Not goodbye. Not goodbye. I'm still here. Need dice? Want some new polyhedrals? Go to dndice.co.uk and use promo code MORTALDICE for 10% off. Lastly, if you want to support us directly, you can go over to patreon.com slash themortalpath. That's it. Have a lovely time. Stay safe and enjoy. Let's get back over to Tarot. It's Tarot time, featuring me. Tarot time. So, you are in Hopewell. Are you heading to the Upper Circle? What are you doing? I am heading to the Upper Circle, but I need to do a thing on the way. Um, okay. I think, I think I'm going to look look shiftily around to make sure no one's watching. Mm-hmm. And then I want to reach into my pocket, and regrettably, I'm going to do a cantrip. <gasps> I know, I've gone against my, my, my moral code. But it's in <laughs> the pursuit of wealth, so it's okay. <laughs> okay, so it's okay. <laughs> Whoa, are you the UK government? <laughs> wow. I was worried for a moment, but now it's fine. Are you trying to do this really sneakily? Yeah. Make me a sleight of hand check, please. To put my hand in my pockets. I'll do it. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I'd try <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I did drop the die that time, but I caught it, so... It's just... It's to see if, um, because magic takes certain elements like verbal, somatic, material, which I'm not getting too heavily into, but it's whether or not you can literally cast a spell and have nobody realize that you've cast a spell. Hand in pocket or it's not. It's a 14. It's a 14. People aren't expecting you to cast magic, so yeah, nobody seems to pick up on that. What are you casting? I'm casting mending because okay. I need to heal the little, oh. the little punch hole in my, in my magic <laughs> ticket that gets me into the upper circle. Yes, you do. Very smart. Very good gamer move. Okay. I think this is this is the equivalent of like putting like a two-liter bottle of, um, of, of Coke down your trouser leg when you're trying to go to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, you now have a fully mended ticket. Yeah, I'm going in. You head back to the gate that you went in the first time because remember the tickets are also marked with certain entrances and, and exits and things like that 
It's another way of keeping tab and control as to who is moving in and out of the upper circle. And your old friend, the same guard as before, is uh, stood there. And as you approach, he uh, stands a bit more to attention, gives you a cheery wave, and he goes, All right, sir. Nice nice to see you again. You are heading back in today, yeah? I am, yes. There's more work to be done. How, how are you? Oh, very well, thank you, sir. Very well. You're not staying in the upper circle then, eh? No, I have a, a site out of town. Oh, very nice, sir. Nice uh, 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 countryside home. Always been uh, saving up for one of those myself. It is truly nice. I hope one day you you make it. Oh, oh I hope so, sir. You, you know, you got to pull yourself up and uh, work hard, and and one day I'll I'll make it. Oh, of course. But if I can be of any help, then let me know. Oh, sir, that's far too kind. That's far too much. But I I do appreciate it, sir. I'll, I'll just take your ticket if that's all right. I hand it over. He stamps it, hands it back. And says, uh, well, have, have a nice day, sir, and uh, in, enjoy your time in the upper circle. And, uh, of course, keep your eyes peeled for that magic user. We haven't spotted her yet, but we've got guards uh, patrolling. And uh, if we if we haven't found her soon, then we might have to take a couple more drastic measures. See if we can flush her out wherever she's hiding. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Thank you for your service. Oh, my absolute pleasure to have a wonderful day. Great. Cool. You head into the upper circle and you're looking for... I'm looking for sword shops, or like armorers, or like fashion armorers. I'm assuming that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you head into the upper circle, and one thing that the upper circle does have, which is very nice, is it has like really big maps of the area that have like beautifully wood carved scrolls above the shop names with the names of the shops. And you do indeed see one in towards the middle of the the upper circle where it looks like there is almost like a marketplace or like a high street like shopping area there is a um armory which is called it's called b&q <laughs> what okay yeah are we allowed to do that it's not allowed it's, it's not allowed yeah it's b-e-e and then the the ampersand oh. and then it's um k-u-e okay is this the only... Yeah, it's the only one on the map. Okay. I mean, I don't know if that's good or bad. Whatever, I'm going in. Let's check this place out. Okay, so you head over there. You get to this huge, almost like a palazzo. Palava? What's the word for like a big open... Palazzo? Palazzo. Um, you get to this big, like, open space that has these <laughs> lovely... Is that the wrong word? Like, Piazza? Like stoned. Piazza? That's maybe what I mean. Um, <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's all really beautifully paved. There's hey, like... let's all talk while you be Can you shut stuff. the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. It's beautifully paved. There are mosaics in the ground. It looks gorgeous. And there are all these really beautiful storefronts, plenty of space, lots of open air, um, little mini like parks in the middle, benches, and all these uh, people in their lovely fancy clothing going about and doing very highfalutin shopping there's no one going around with an aldi bag it's all like your <laughs> dolce and gabbana equivalents it's like you know kensington gardens type oh highfalutin oh no no oh, not it's lord falutin no oh how my god he's back from the dead no, zombie falutin no not lord falutin so um you you head over to uh b and q which is a very very lovely shop which has a forge kind of set to the back of it but it looks like the forge is maybe just a little bit more decorative than actually like churning out huge amounts of like black smoke and clanging of irons 
Um, it seems to be much more delicate type work. But you do see in the window a incredibly gorgeous scimitar, which looks to be about the same quality as the swords you have in the cave, if not actually a bit lesser quality. Tell me, how much is that swordy in the window? <laughs> <sighs> There's no prices on, on the window. I'll go into the shop then in that case. Okay, so it is very spacious. There is a kind of central like rack going down the middle, which has, again, some more pieces hanging from it. There are bits of armor. There are some uh, bows. There are short, uh, swords and daggers and things like that. In total, glancing around, there's maybe like 20 or so items in here. Of the quality that you have in the cave, there are two items. One is the scimitar in the window and the other is hanging actually behind the counter, almost like not for sale, but like like on a plaque almost, is this absolutely gorgeous trident that has been so delicately, um, you know, in, engraved and has all these gems and things in it. It's, it's beautiful piece, but all of the other stuff doesn't look nearly as high quality as the stuff you've got in the cave. Still very nice, but not that level of fancy that, that you have. And standing behind the counter is a tiefling goblin. Oh okay. oh, okay. There's a goblin. Sure, there's a goblin. Uh, behind it the counter. It could be a tiefling. That's fine. It doesn't have to be a goblin. It could be a half tiefling, half goblin. Yeah, it could be a half tiefling, half goblin. Sure. A geefling. Yeah. A goblin. Well, no, I don't think I like a geefling. Don't think I like that word. <laughs> or a toplin. Well, toplin's better. Makes me I think like, I like goblin. No, don't like goblin. Um, <laughs> so really? there is a. <laughs> Funny, that's not what I've heard. Anyway. Wow. Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> You're walking in the street and a piano falls on Neri at the end. I can't believe Neri's dead. Never mind. Pang. It's fine. Died as she lived. Crushed under. Anyway. Okay. A piano? <laughs> right. Uh, so, you, you, there is somebody behind the counter who looks like they uh, are maybe they have tiefling blood and probably goblin blood in them as well so um let's say that they are uh, kind of um green and they look up and give you a little uh, cheery wave and she goes oh, i'm so tired she goes <laughs> oh, God. i mean it's it's hard work here it's in, hard in work the upper here. circle so no she, she gives you a little cheery wave and she goes welcome what can i do for you today that's the same voice as the other person. What other accents can I do? I'll do a Scottish one. She goes, welcome, and uh, what can I do for you? That's still Irish. It's been I was a long say, day. That's an interesting Scotland you've got there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll wait till you hear Blades in the Dark. They won't let me outside anymore. Fuck it. I'll just do a lower Irish one. She goes, welcome. Uh, wait, was that the same one as Eston? <laughs> I was going to say, actually, voice? to be fair, you have, like, Eston voices. had a lower voice rather than right, a higher Right, we'll do the higher voice then. Make a squeaky. Hubie, it doesn't matter. They're from the same town. It, well, it matters to me. Yes, true. It matters to me that the listeners can tell them apart. It doesn't matter if it's the same accent. But she goes, she gives a little wave and she goes, Welcome. It's a pleasure to, to see you here in the store. What is it that I can do for you today? I was just wondering, what is the provenance of this blade? And I point to the one at the window. She looks over to it and she goes, Oh, well, that is an absolutely gorgeous piece of work. It is 300 years old and it's actually from this area itself. 
are said to have been created by one of the greatest swordsmiths to ever have lived in the area. Uh, it has been in our shop since its establishment 287 years ago. Interesting. And do you have any certification of that? I do indeed. Uh, one moment. And she goes behind the, the desk and she pulls out uh, a folder and she opens it up and she comes over with some certification documents that, that I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen sword certification documents, but they look pretty legit. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, and she pulls it over and you can see that it is a signed uh, like proof of ownership and there is a sketch of the sword there that, that matches um, and she points out a couple of little things on the side of the blade and the handle that are like hallmarks and she goes uh, yes so uh, absolutely definitely 100% certified uh, said to have been created uh, by Valalia herself absolutely incredible swordsmith from, from very long ago interesting does it say on the certification notes, like, what authority did the certification? It is certified by an organization that is run out of Berland. I remember the name of my countries. Um, uh -huh. Berland. Berland is the one, the next kind of um, big area over, basically. Um, in fact, no, you're in Berland. Berland is, Hopewell is in Berland. So it's, it's kind of, yeah. So it's certified by um, a body that is under the king like the king's government type you don't recognize the name but it seems to be a government body under the king of Maryland that does authenticize authentication authentication authenticates makes things real says it's good stuff <laughs> it's the it's the good shit it's bureau. the good shit okay all right <laughs> it's the bureau of good and legit shit legit shit nice okay I'm becoming aware that I have no certificates of authenticity for my swords. No, you don't. Now I know where I can get some certificates from. What you do know um, from what she has pointed out to you and what what she has pointed out to you on the sword is that some of the hallmarkings that she says this is a certificate, well, this is a, a stamp of a certain level of like purity of the metal and things like that. The swords that you have have the same marks. Like your swords are legit looking from these ones here. Your swords are just super black market. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not really sure what I was doing here. I think I just wanted to keep get an eye on 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 the lay of the land. Do you inquire about the price of the the sword at all? Yeah, I want to know what it costs. I want to know what what the asking rate is. Well, for a sword of this nature, and with this level of history behind it, you're looking at easily for us to part with it. It's quite a big task, so you're looking at the region of uh, 3,000 gold pieces. Oh, boy. Oh, I see. And, and this is the oldest one you have? It is indeed, although we do also, of course, have the King's Trident, uh, which was owned by the fourth King of Berland. Uh, now, that one there isn't actually for sale. It is something that we have um, uh, procured. And is something that we're very keen to to keep. But if we were to put a price on it, well, there aren't many who could pay it in this world. Ah, I see. Interesting. Well, that, this has been very educational. You see, I am uh, I work in the industry myself, and uh, back where I'm from, there seems to be a fashion of of people adopting older swords. You know, as a mark of status. Oh well, quite right. Of course, it's a wonderful thing to have items of fine antiquity. Whereabouts are you from? I come from the Capricorn Fault. 
oh, well, that is actually quite a, a nice region for, for sword making. Uh, they've got some good mines out there, I hear. They certainly do. And you said that you're in the business? <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> you're excused. <laughs> yes, I have a, well, a connection to the, uh, to the trade. I have, you know, lines of inquiry to uh, retrieve, you know, I can acquire items. Well, it's quite fascinating. Perhaps um, if you're if you're looking to either acquire items or to to sell items, I can leave you the contact details, or rather take your contact details for the the owner of the shop. I'll take the details. Yes. Well, the owner comes in um, every kind of two to three days, and she starts writing down. She gives you some times that um, Mister B comes in, um, and she says, "And I'll take uh, your name, if I may." Yes, I am Fontalroy Pentaramir. Fontalroy Pentamere, Penta, pardon me, Pentaramir, did you say? That's correct. Where in the upper circle are you Are you situated? Don't worry about that. Oh, well, I just, I would put an address so that, you know, we can get back in contact with That's you. That's quite all right. If I need to be in contact, I'll be in contact. Oh, right. Uh, oh, oh, all right. Well, um, I'll put down a note here that you came and, and when Mr. B is next in, I'll pass on the details and if, if I see you again, um, I can... Yes. You're making it quite hard to set up an appointment between the two of you if I don't know how to get back in contact with you. know how you. it is. Sometimes you give somebody your address and they send you all kinds of letters in the post and you're forever filtering through crap, you understand? So I prefer to keep it to myself for now. <laughs> that, that is fair enough. You don't have a post box or anything? or No, since I'm just here for business, I haven't uh, yet invested in this. I see. Right. Well, you, you don't want me to send it to one of the hotels or anything where you're staying? No, that's quite all right. Right. Okay, well, I hope that you come by again. And like I said, I will let Mr. B know that you were inquiring and uh, you might have some business to discuss. Yes. Goodbye. Oh, and what was your name? My name is, uh... <laughs> Terraria. That's the name of the game. <laughs> it is. You think it be called Terraria? That's fine. <laughs> it's got a Y in it. It's Terraria with a Y. Where's the Y? Wherever you want it to be. <laughs> It's a T E R R A Y A. People are always asking where's the Y, but why is nobody asking how's the Y? <laughs> the Y. Okay, all right. I leave this shop in shame. Okay, cool. We'll skip back uh, quickly to to Natanarium. Well, I think we go to Hafez and we'll have a quick chat with him about um how he, well he was able to uh, move on those gems. Okay. If you want me to intercede or anything, just. Just give me the. I signal. will. I'm sorry. I didn't. I. I mean. I was. I was trying to chat to those people before, and actually, maybe I should have left that a bit more to you because you're a bit more persuasive than it's I true, am. True, but I. I don't know fabric. Like I aggressively don't care about it. Listen, there's no <laughs> need to be like that about it. God, you're having such a rough time. I don't get shitty about your books. Yeah, let's let's go and see Hafez, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you head over to Hafez, <laughs> and um, you are greeted quite cheerily, actually, by Hafez, which is very weird because Hafez is usually an incredibly grumpy old git. He gives you a cheery wave, and he goes, uh, "All right, Nerium, well, I've been happily waiting for you to get back. I've got good news on those gems, I do." Oh, I can't wait to hear it. You tell me. Well, they've all been picked up, and quite aptly so, by a very curious gentleman who I won't say anything more about, but I'm very excited about these gems because I've made quite a bit of fucking money off of those. 
Oh, nice. So would you possibly be wanting some more? Oh, hand them over. Wasn't there a, a cut from the first cell? Yeah, which I already... He bought them from me. Oh, he already bought them. I have 23 left. Right. I will show him 20 of them. Okay, so he takes the gems and he's kind of like turning them over in, in his hands and he goes... um. Well, I'm more than happy to give you uh, uh, well, full value for these ones because well, I'll tell you, I can fucking sell them on. Like, I won't believe. So uh, what we say, uh, 20 gold pieces for the lot, eh? Oh, I, th- I think they're worth more than that. I was going to say, given that you're making quite a hefty cut off them and you know you've got a guaranteed sale, I'd say 30. Oh, I think that's very generous. These are the last ones I can shift you. I thought you had even more. Is this it? No, this is it. Where do you get them from anyway? for me to know. I've got a very interested buyer. Some big fucker over in Sterling. Yeah, why don't you tell me who well, he I is? I don't know who he is. Why don't you tell me who he well, is? I don't know who he is, do I? Well, then I don't know where I got them from. <laughs> now, look, we can't have this sort of fucking stalemate going on. We're each doing each other a favour. You've got goods. I've got connections. I genuinely, Nerium, I'm fucking levelling with you. I don't know who's buying these. All I know, some fucking... I put out a call with my people... So I've got some really weird gems and I heard back real fucking quick from one of them saying I've got a buyer out in Sterler. And he came over and he had a look at the stuff, he took a couple away, came back, wanted a lot of them. I lean forward and I put my hands gently over Hafez's thin, papery, knobbly old man hands. And I say, I'm levelling with you, Hafez. I can't get any more. Well, that's a fucking shame. Yeah, so... 40 gold, Ah, uh, I think we said 30. <laughs> <laughs> mm, now that I know you really want them... Oh, don't be like that. Come on. Well, actually, it occurs to me that 40 gold would see me clear into a purchase that I need to make fairly swiftly. What is it you're looking to buy? You don't know where I could get inks from, do you? Fancy inks? How fancy are you talking? Matt? How fancy are we talking? Uh, let me just check the text. You want an ink with, like, a bit of gold in it? Like, what? What do you want fancy fucking ink for? Well, it's not for me, is it, Hafiz? Hafiz, you want to calm down? Think of your blood pressure. Oh, rare inks. Um, you know, made from um, the blood of um, some unicorns or lizards and things. Um, maybe some extracts of the um, Hippocari plant. Right. Well, that's not the sort of thing I've just got in stock, but it is something I could probably get my hands on for you if you're looking for it. Well, I'll tell you what, if you can get us 50 golds worth of that ink, you can have on these gems. Uh, sorry, the price seems to be going up every few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It's remarkable. It's almost like now I know they're in demand, you probably want to cut a deal with me sooner rather than later. I fucking know where you live, Nerium. I just want to point <laughs> that out here. Not anymore, you don't. Oh, it's a laughing cat, isn't it? Where else are you going to be living? Yeah, well, that's temporary residence. <laughs> These are the last of your fucking gems. You don't have any more stashed away. Not only do I not have any more stashed away, I am pretty much 100% certain nobody else does either. Hey, you've not got anything else to sell? You've not got any other weird things from your travel you've been out and about on? Well, I might do, but I think that's a separate issue. You are grinding my fucking gears. <laughs> oh, but you love me, Hafez. Well, I don't after this. Fine. 50 gold worth of ink with weird shit in it for the rest of your gems. Deal? Oh, that would be just wonderful and a pleasure to do business with you. 
Right, hand them over. Can I get a bit of signed paper first? Absolutely fucking not. I'm giving it to you in ink. What fucking side paper am I giving well, you? You said you did. You didn't. You said you didn't have it in stock at the moment. I don't have it in stock, so I'm not going to lend you fifty gold pieces because I don't fucking have it in stock. You said I'll give you either thirty-five gold pieces right now out of my till, or I'll give you fifty golds worth of ink when I can get it in, which will be as soon as possible. I'm good for my word. Yeah, you are. I know that. Nat, which? What do you reckon? I don't know where else we're going to get this ink from. Actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> I'm sure we can uh, find places, but I, I think it's it's a worthwhile deal. All right, we'll do that then. Uh, of course, we know where you live. Oh, yeah, and you can't run past. You think I haven't got some tricks up my sleeve after all these years? How do you think I've kept out of trouble? I know you have. Nobody stays a fence for 26 years without, yeah. I know. 26 fucking years? I've been doing this for going on 70. Hand it over. All right, all right, here you go. Okay, he takes gems, counts them out, looks at them, um, and he puts them in this like compartment. You can you can see that he has like a like a proper safe, um, which he kind of manages to get open and puts them in like a special compartment inside it. Locks it up, writes down on a piece of paper the terms of the deal, and uh, shows it both to you. That's what I meant when I said a bit of side. Oh, I thought you that. meant some money on the side. No, no, no. I meant something to confirm that I've given him the stuff. A receipt, Kitty. Right. Yeah. So he he writes you out a receipt. Um, it's in code. It's completely like you. If you looked at it, you would never know what had been bartered. Um, but he hands it over to you. Cool. He says, "Right, there you ideal." Go. Obviously, if I come across any more, like I say, pretty certain I won't. But you'll be the first person I come to. I should fucking hope so. M- Mr. Hathers, is it? It is indeed, and I don't think I caught your name. Uh, Natalie. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. I don't suppose you uh do any um, purveying of um, just uh, slightly magical items. For the right price, I can talk to people who may be able to get their hands on a couple of things in and out of... Oh, no, sorry. I mean the other way around. See, I have this candle. Right. Do you have a bowl of water? I've got a mug of coffee. Yeah, that'll do. I, I move the candle just out of sight for a second, like under the thing. Um, uh, ignite it. <laughs> make me, it make up. me a sleight of hand check. <laughs> I've just told you this guy's been a fence for almost seventy years. He knows what's up. Nineteen. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. And a door for like six more than that. <laughs> oh, Ed. Nerium, your passive perception is uh, seventeen, right? Seventeen. Okay, so you don't see Nat like reaching under to to do the spell. What you do see, however, is that Hathis like just like tilts his head and looks up, and you do see like some of the the items in the shop are positioned in such ways that he has a very intricate series of mirrors um, around, and he rolled a Nat twenty, my dude, and has a high perception on top of that, but he doesn't say anything as you light that candle can i have i seen many of those posters of nat around this area you've seen a fair few okay because it is quite a good facial likeness even if we put lots of makeup on her it is mm-hmm. <sighs> known magic user on the loose it's fine you pull out the candle that's now lit yeah and i drop it into his coffee well that was very fucking rude of you take a look Take a fucking sip, mate. <laughs> <I was gonna> <laughs> <leave>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I can see my mug. I can see that you've dropped one end of a candle into it. I assume if I pull it out, I'm going to have fucking wax in my coffee. And he pulls out the candle and I assume it's the candle of the deep that is still lit. He, yes. Okay. No. <laughs> just <laughs> a random candle. <laughs> so sure. <laughs> he falls out and he looks at it and he goes, well, that's fucking weird. <laughs> he puts it back in the coffee, pulls it out, back in the coffee, pulls it out. Where do you get this then? Heffers, you keep asking those things. But you know we can't tell you. I find if I keep asking questions, sometimes people are stupid enough to answer them. One thing I'll tell you about that, she's not stupid. He, well, as you say that, Nerium, he looks at the both of you and he raises an eyebrow and he goes, probably not, but uh, you might want to work on your subtlety when it comes to some of your uh, certain talents there, Miss Natalie, I think it was. And he like pinches yeah. the end of the candle to put the flame out. I think he saw you, Nat. Oh, that's fine, because I know we can we can trust this fellow. Yeah. Uh, you, you seem like a, a, a nice man, uh, Hafez. I'm just going to uh, draw the sword, mm-hmm. ignite it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, Jesus. Say, I, I, I bet no ill will towards you at all. You're providing a very valuable service. Um, and I just want you to know that if anybody does mention that I was here, there'll be problems. Uh, and I'd like to roll an intimidation. And since I'm using my sword, do it with advantage. Nice. Yes. As Nat is doing that, can I cast Detect Thoughts on Hafez? Because I want to know what his immediate reaction is and it, whether it involves 50 gold reward yeah, money. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure this fence has never been intimidated before. I'm sure this, this guy has... Nobody has ever I tried mean... to squeeze him. It is a flaming sword. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, roll. I think it's in character for Nat to, like, be an amateur. So let's go for it. 22. <laughs> 22. Okay. Two things happen. One, Nerium, you start casting that little spell to see what's going on in his brain. And as you are, like, kind of almost like reaching in to see those thoughts. And is that a, um, that's a purple drop, violet drop spell, yes. isn't it? Yeah, make yes, a little note of that. Um, yeah. Take another slurp of that grape drink. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you, his initial thoughts are not anything to do with money. They're not anything to do with anything. They are impressed. He's definitely got like a sense of like, okay, um, but it's not the absolute screaming terror that you would um, necessarily expect. Nor is it the oh man, I've just made fifty gold pieces. It's not. Um, so he kind of like clicks his fingers, and the little lanterns that are in the shop just go out. And so the shop for a minute is lit only by the flaming sword and a bit of sunlight coming in through the crowded windows. And he goes... The crowded windows? Because like there's like lots of things in the windows. Okay. Sorry. So like the windows are like deliberately like kind of blocked. So it's there's hard like, to yes. see in from outside. There's like just chilling in the windows. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. Sorry. Crowded with items, not with people. And all all of his little lanterns go out and all and both of you feel this little foof of magic from Hafez. And he goes... <sighs> he goes... Well, that's a fucking impressive trick, my girl, but uh, you're not the only one out here who've got a couple of little things up their sleeves. So let's all just play nice, eh? I'm sure you could do a hell of a lot more damage than I could right now. And I'm sure if you wanted to, you could cut me to pieces where I stand. But I've been doing this a long fucking time and I do have provisions in place. So let's just be civil. Oh, I'm very happy to. Yes, I am very happy to be very civil, Hafez. And so is my friend and companion here now. Don't get me wrong. I ain't saying you couldn't fuck my shit up right now and end it all for me. But 
please don't now. I do have things in place and I wouldn't recommend it. No, no, I'm, I'm just letting you know. You're not to be fucked with. Exactly. I get it and I respect that. I do respect a show of strength in an old man's home. <laughs> I will uh, disignite the sword and I'll, um, I'll cast control flames to ignite all the lamps around the room again. Very decent off you. Right, I'll have uh, I'll have your inks ready for you. Couple of days. Thank you. But like I said, I'll find you and uh, send you a note when they're ready. Great, thank you. Uh, how much for the candle? Let me hang on to it. Let me see if I can find a buyer. You can imagine shifting magical items. Not an easy thing to do. Can do it. Takes a bit of time. Takes the right buyer who's ain't gonna ask too many questions, especially when there's a. Uh, Apparently, I've heard rumours of a magic user causing trouble in the upper circle. Wouldn't want to be seen holding on to uh, certain items myself. Understand? Of course you wouldn't want to be uh, uh, associated at all with that kind of interest. Not at all. So what I'll do, if you don't mind, you know where I live. Obviously, you know my shop. I'll hold on to it for a little bit, see what I can do in the next couple of days. If I haven't found a buyer by the time you come back, I'll give it back to you. That sounds very reasonable. All right. Pleasure doing business with you. And you. So, you leave? I don't think that went as well as it could have done. I'm not sure he was the right person to squeeze. Who else is going to sell magical items? No, that's true. I just don't think that flaming sword business scared him even a little bit. Well, I, However, I could have done other things. However, it's worth knowing that Hafez has magic. True. And if you really wanted to, I mean... Of the things that I could do. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't want to train his life force. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, that's a new... Is that a new one? Oh, no, I've, I've done that before, I think. Yes, I have. It saved us in the... Um, it saved me in the fight against the... Oh. Oh, uh, is that when the, you the, went I, all... The name of the thing is just slipping off my mind. <laughs> Well, okay, so we've got, I'm, I'm totting it up in my pocket here, and we've got um, 64 gold, and mm -hmm. and we've got 50 golds worth of ink coming, so I reckon that means we've got 14 gold, really, because 150 of that needs to go to you for, um, I, I for have, more ink. I have 10 gold lying around. Let me just add that to your party funds and remove that from my character sheet so we don't get confused. Right. So, I mean, is it going to cost this much every time you need a new spell, Matt? Uh, only ones that I find in wizard's books. And right, I can't okay. do it with all spells, just just some. I'm still figuring that out. Now, no, I think for these spells, uh, I need to forge more of a link with my pa patrons, the, the gods. And so they take a bit more time they take a bit more of sort of you could say ritualized movement and maybe inscribing of some sigils so i don't know but i, I it's just some spells are like this others are different I, I i don't know enough about why okay well i'm just thinking as well though that we we haven't done badly we, we have drummed up a fair sum of money. I mean, actually, we got 55 in gold and, and 50, so we actually did kind of make our 100. But also, I get the very strong impression that the, the kind of stuff we're trying to shift here 
is going to go a lot better in the upper circle. The thing Definitely. is, I don't know how people in the upper circle feel about buying off a random bin on the street. <laughs> Sorry, feel about buying off a random person on the street. Maybe. Hmm. This this old friend of yours, who you left high and dry a while uh. ago, is there any way of getting back in with them? Well, the thing is, she—I mean, I really did dump her in it. I mean, it was one of the biggest jobs we'd had so far. Was that true? So, and it was going to be a push rush job anyway. And I just disappeared. I would not blame anyone for not speaking to me again on that. I can try. But I mean, she left me a letter behind, which was pretty clear in its in its. And she's not. She don't forgive easy, you know. She's a tough old bird. Maybe if you explain that you were kidnapped and kept very far away, um, and throw in. Um, a couple of pieces as a goodwill gesture. Yeah, I suppose that might be the best plan. Taro, what are you doing? I don't know, I guess we'll go back to the wherever we're going to meet Neutral Ching. Go back okay. to Nando's or wherever we're meeting. So Taro heads towards the uh, Squeaky Cheese. It's probably early evening now. Squeaky Cheese sounds like a good plan. Are you heading towards the Squeaky Cheese as well? What do you reckon that? Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay, so you all converge like a street or so before you actually get to the squeaking cheese just by serendipity and the fact this is a fancy world. You all meet up on time, a street before you're actually meant to be there. There's no awkward waiting around for people. You just find each other. It's great. Taro, how'd it go? It's all right. Did you find, did you find a swordsman? Oh, I found an armourer, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, the stock's all right, I guess. Yeah. So what do you reckon they can get for these uh, swords of ours? Well, they said the uh, the one they had in the shop was about 3,000, which... What the fuck? Which, you know, it seems like a lot, but they do have proper paperwork for it, which we don't, so... But, sounds like we could be onto a winner with these swords. Right, yeah, I needed... I, what? That's a lot of ink. See, I was thinking we could rent out a little storefront in uh, the upper circle, uh, you know, set up all, all official like, and uh, you know, get people stuff if they want it, and uh, start start a little bit of an old scam. You know what I mean? I don't know what three thousand gold would look like. Are you thinking move all four sets of items from the same shop, or just the swords? We could be a sort of, um, you know, a, a procurer of antiquities for the. Financially blessed. Swords, spices, books, and linen. It's a one-stop shop for all the... <laughs> we sell items of interest. A well-known combo. I suppose we'd just say that we are, you know, exotic importers. Yeah. Luxury That's goods. right. That sounds reasonable. And if we've got a shop, who's going to doubt us? We're official-like. Yeah. 3,000! Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So, you head into the Squeaky Cheese. It is a pub tavern that is way more derelict than the Laughing Cat. It looks way more kind of beaten up and shabby. You head inside. It's 
derelict. There is a bar with a very kind of grumpy looking human man behind it who's wiping down glasses. It's kind of like, it, it gives you that kind of old, like Wild West saloon type, you know, where he like spits into the glass and it makes a ping noise type, like, it's not like a nice <laughs> Spitting place. tobacco into the glass? No, you know, like when you like <laughs> spit in it. it. To like clean it, you know, and it goes ping, you know. Um, so you head inside and what you do notice immediately apart from the grumpy bartender, the kind of beat up furniture, some broken chairs, a fireplace that has the world's most shit little fire in it. Um, and the smell of food that is definitely burned and also probably kind of rancid is that in one corner with a big tankard of kind of shitty looking beer is a dragonborn who looks findex-esque in like shape and size so again like six six and a half foot tall kind of like muscular like build although this uh dragonborn has way more like spines and ridges um he is like a pink like rose gold pink color um and he has like two kind of like horns one that is broken off and they are painted um with what looks like gold leaf because you can see where bits of it are peeling to kind of show the actual uh bone underneath and there are a couple of other patrons in the tavern who are kind of sitting around like little like tables with their food and drink um and there is a very 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 uh sad looking um dwarf in the corner who is playing a uh, viola which is pretty out of tune do i will i have had time on the way to like put a more drab cloak on and like yes take my mask off yep absolutely the mask is for when i'm being rich that looks like the chap any particular way you want to play this I would suggest that either you or Taro do most of the talking because you are a bit more persuasive than me and apparently uh, it looks like I did not necessarily buy the best possible deals for things uh, earlier today so I might just sit this one back, sit back a bit on this one I'll, I'll, I'll go and sit down next to him I'll also do that but in a non-threatening way yeah, yeah. Nice. He's like six and a half foot. You two are both like five foot two, five yeah, foot. Yeah, I don't want to scare. Him. Don't want to scare him. He doesn't seem particularly threatened. And uh, when you do get closer to him, you do see that he does have um like a like a heavy cloak, got a fair amount of pockets in it. You do see the edges of daggers, blades. He looks like he's pretty ready for a fight. And you do also see on his uh, hide there's scarring, there's chipping of some of like the bone spines and ridges and things like that. Like he has seen some action. And when you sit down, like he curls like his his kind of like lips back into like a grin and you can see that there's like chipped teeth and some are missing. Evening. Am I speaking to neutral Jim? That you are indeed. And what is it that I can do for you? My name's Natalie. I'm a uh friend of Pellis. We all are. Ah, I see. Right. Well, I think then, if you're friends of Pellis, we'd better head somewhere a little bit more private to talk about matters. Follow me. Sounds good to me. 